2: Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes.
3: Wolfman Scars Nards!
2: They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you
3: do, don't fall asleep.
2: We have such sights to show you.
3: Jersey Ghoul.
1: Hey everybody. What's up?
3: I'll swallow your soul
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yay.
2: And
1: welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls.
3: That's right, and tonight we're doing kind of remakes. We're doing a remake and Reboots. A reboot. Well
1: I think I think reboot is a good word,
3: Nathaniel.
2: Um Yeah, reboot. Reboot is accurate yeah. because it's like they're they're like sequels, but not really Kind of. I don't know.
3: Yeah. No, that's that's fair. We, we kind of don't know what to qualify these as, but tonight we're talking about Blair Witch 2016, mm-hmm. as well as Evil Dead 2013. And that's right. I finally got Jackie to watch the Evil Dead remake. <laughs> and I know you loved every minute of it.
1: Let's start with Blair Witch. Okay, I can live with that. So Blair Witch was one that I... I was under the impression that it was a remake, but technically this one... is a sequel. This one is a sequel, and probably what should have been Blair Witch 2, even though I like Book of Shadows. I know I'm in a very small minority of people that like Blair Witch Book of Shadows, but... This seems like the more appropriate sequel that it should have been.
3: Yeah, well, I won't turn off Book of Shadows if it happens to be on. I kind of find it interesting, too. Nate, I know you don't share our affinity for that movie. Book of Shadows,
2: really? No, I saw it, like, one time when it first came out, and I was like, nah, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then I never watched it again, so I don't really have any strong opinions about it.
3: That's fair. Yeah, now I remember being, like, really excited and then let down in the moment, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's not as bad. But so this one i don't know go ahead you you summarize it first and then i'll so the
1: original blair witch project takes place in 1994. skip ahead 20 years it's 2014 and heather's little brother is somehow and for some reason convinced that his sister is still alive out there in the woods and is determined to go find her he finds a clip on youtube and he he's pretty sure that it's his sister that he sees in this recently uploaded video on YouTube. And that just fuels the fire because he wants to go find her. He thinks she's out there. So he, along with his friends, one of them who is making a documentary about his search conveniently for his sister, enough. <laughs> yeah. About his search for his sister. Um, is tagging along to film everything. And so there is, it's the, the I don't even remember their names because this movie was kind of, so, so yeah. So the four, the four friends set out to retrace Heather's steps and try to find her. Yeah.
3: And in the process they find the Blair Witch. <laughs> 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 no, really? Like the actual Thank witch? Yeah so, she's there. yeah.
1: so I'm going to say right off the bat, I, I like this one. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I'm going to kind of be like right in the middle where I didn't mind this one. My two biggest gripes with this movie Is that I think that twenty years was too long of a time frame. Yeah, nobody would really think she was still alive. fucking twenty. I I think that twenty years was too long. Um, And also, and I know this is something we're going to talk about later. And spoiler alert: uh, the biggest flaw with this movie is you actually see. I don't know if that's supposed to be the Blair Witch or just a monster that has been possessed by her. I don't. Is there? Yeah, you see the monster. You see the Blair Witch, and I think that's Blair
3: Witch ever too. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) it looked like something out of Silent Hill. Honestly, like it was just. that it was the, like they showed the monster you and that what? was the beauty of the Blair Witch Project was that you never see her and I think that's part of the reason why that movie scared me and I loved it. I don't know. I just that was you see the monster and fuck that.
2: I don't know. I feel like it's it's weird to harp on that when the entire movie is about like special effects and we can make computers like crumple people up and like let's do constant editing between like 12 different cameras that we have set up and oh, uh, I hated it so much.
1: I felt like they were kind of like retracing the steps of the original Blair Witch Project movie and they even kind of played with some ideas that took place in Book of Shadows. Like the whole idea of them losing time was something that was part of the plot of of Book of Shadows but like it just it was set up so similarly to the original Blair Witch Project with the whole you know this is the introduction of the people and here's all our cameras and this is how we're going to do it and and you know we're going to get the shot no matter like that one girl like Lisa she's so obsessed with filming everything just like Heather and she's going to get the shot no matter what and actually I noticed that in and I think this is true Up until the part when, like, shit starts to really go down and they're getting continually attacked, there is not a scene where Lisa does not have a camera in her hand. Whether it's a video camera, a a DSLR or something, she physically is holding onto a camera for the first half of the movie. You never see her without something in her hand.
3: I, I was kind of expecting to hate this, and I didn't, surprisingly. Like, I'm, with, I'm right there with you, Jackie. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I do think that it's proof positive that in order for these first-person, like, documentary-style movies to be effective anymore, they have to be really freaking good and have really creative, um, you know, kind of sticks Because like you said, Nate, like, it's, like, almost ridiculous how, how many camera angles and how many it's things not, they had.
2: It, I'm sorry. I'm not trying <laughs> to interrupt you. No, go I, for I, it. I feel like it's not found footage anymore, and that genre is dead. Because even though it's all, like, gorilla footage, like, it's... Like, someone has gone over this stuff, like, for hours and hours and hours and hours and, like, chopped all these different, like, there's there's so many different cameras in play in this movie. It's absurd. None of this feels like, like, I don't, there's no time for, like, tension to build or anything like that. It's constantly, like, flip-flopping around. And it's not until the end of the movie when all the other cameras are gone or destroyed. And it's like, well, you have one camera and you have one camera that I started actually enjoying it. <laughs> But the rest of the movie I'm like this is like way too I don't know it feels like they don't under- Like, But I mean It's Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett And I like those people and, and they made stuff for VHS and stuff that I liked but I feel like it doesn't work here because this is like The granddaddy Of found footage movies And it doesn't feel like Blair Witch at all.
1: I I have almost the same exact note where I said it just doesn't feel the same. This feels like a very, like, direct-to-Amazon movie. This didn't even come close to evoking any of the emotions that the original did. Mm-hmm. And like this one just felt so commercially processed.
2: It's because they do stuff like they bring that, uh, what is that thing called? The fly, the fly The, flame. the drone.
1: The, they bring the drone with them.
2: They're like, oh, we can use it to find our way around. They only used it to, to take shots for a documentary that is never, ever spoken about past the first minute of the movie. Cause I was like, why do they even have all these cameras? It was like, oh, it's documentary class, but they never bring it up again. They never like do an interview with anyone. It's like, they just talk about random crap and wander around. You know, like nothing, there's like no point to anything.
3: You're right. I think there's a really big flaw in the writing and in the character development and in the overall plot, which is is hard to ignore when you're looking at a reboot of such a big, like you said, like the grandfather found footage. Like I think they had an obligation to kind of really think that plot through a little yeah. more. The other gripe I had was that whereas the original Blair Witch, I think really kind of preyed on a deeper level of fear, Mm -hmm. this was all just shitty jump scares. Oh yeah, just jump scares. You know, and, and I'm just, I don't know, I'm at a point where I'm like, I kind of want more than jump scares. In my mm. horror nowadays. I don't know why. I don't know what phase I'm going through. but like No, I 100%
2: you know. agree. I 100% agree. In fact, I have a note here. That everyone is a jump scare ninja. Because like 10 times in this movie, someone sneaks up on someone in the middle of the forest with leaves all over the ground and twigs and everything. And no one ever hears it. It's dead silent. In fact, they even have the in the background the entire time. <laughs> they really do. Oh man, they ratchet it up. Just, it's just, I don't know. It feels like manipulative. It doesn't feel like it feels like they they apparently Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett approached the V H or the the Blair Witch people. They met them at like I guess the premiere for VHS two or something, and they're like, "Why don't you make any more Blair Witch movies?" And they're like, oh, I don't know, we don't we don't really have any." And they just decided to make one. <laughs> I guess they got the rights and just made one, and just they knew it could make money. And I think that's all they really thought about.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's I don't I don't think you're completely out of bounds. And I was excited when they bought in the YouTube kid and his like. Like he was like poor and like I thought they were gonna do something cool with that whole thing, mm-hmm. but really they just made themselves like they were jerks and these kids were jer- like I don't
2: know everyone like, was, was a jerk yeah they, they were, were all jerks there was nothing likeable,
3: redeemable about these yeah.
2: characters the only likable character was was Lisa who was just kind of off in her own world the entire time the
3: do- the girl who was doing the documentary the
2: the last one. The, the yeah, final girl.
3: although I think they made an interesting point that like she was like, like I remember at the beginning when they were like, yo, why are you messing with our boy? Like I after that, I like didn't like her because they made a, a good point that she was like, exploiting him for yeah. her freaking documentary class and like made me mad at her and i couldn't get over it
2: yeah oh she's terrible at making documentaries anyway because <laughs> all she did was just film her dumb friends talking about nothing
3: yeah and then get and then get killed by a really like, like i almost would have rather they put somebody in a fucking black pointy hat and green makeup because yeah. that would have made me happier than this like blob in the woods like it was, I just...
2: it was like a lanky. Like, it reminded me of grave encounters Because there's a scene in Grave Encounters where, like, this thing is chasing them down the hallway, and that's what it looked like.
1: I was just going to say, in the beginning, um, like, in the parts when they were sleeping outside, like, when it started to be, like, Attack of the Killer Tent... I it, it sounded like the Blair which was a werewolf like the way that they were kind of like the making noises and how it was like quote-unquote attacking people and of course we can't see it attacking but we just hear everything it sounded to me like the Blair which was actually a werewolf not that I it is I'm just saying that yeah. that's you know that's what it sounded like but yeah that actually was probably one of the funnier parts is when the tent just kind of like flew at the screen mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but the fact that it's
3: making us laugh is yeah. I know it's not supposed to but
1: it made me laugh they and they did what you expect them to do where they would do like little oh homages to the original, like where Heather's brother, like the lead character whose name escapes me right now, like he makes the apology. Just like Heather made her famous apology speech in The Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did an apology. Like all, kind of almost word it's, for word. It's <laughs> weird too because so...
2: because he's like disaffected the entire movie. Like he's just like oh, like I need to help my friend. My friend's got a hurt foot. I got to help her and we got to figure this out and blah, 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 blah. And then the end he hears one scream and sees a house and he's like that's my sister, I
0: gotta go, I'm crazy now. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: And he just runs off. And then he's like, I'm going to have all the emotions now. I was saving them for the very end. What
1: are you doing? The scenes in the house were crazy. Like, I I did enjoy when they both got into the house and they started to run all over and they were trying to find things. I like the way that they explained it wasn't so much that the, the, the guy from the original, Rustin Parr. Rustin Parr. Wow. They were saying how it wasn't so much that he didn't like the eyes on them. Like, it, it was the whole like, you can't, you have to have your face to the wall. Because if you see the Blair Witch, that's when she gets you.
2: That part I
1: wasn't. I did. Too I bad. liked that part I did not I w I didn't I didn't dislike that part where Yeah, it,
2: where she had the the camera flipped around uh-huh. so she could mm-hmm. see behind her. Like that was yeah, that stuff's all really good. The, there's the, like the, a couple the last
1: half hour I thought was mm-hmm. was pretty yeah, good.
2: There's mm-hmm. there's like good moments in there, but mm-hmm. there's so much that's just like, you know, in the original Blair Witch, say what you want about it, but like At least like those characters developed and it seemed like they had like subtlety and nuance and they they left the camera on them long enough so you could kind of try to insert your own opinions on like what these characters are doing. Like there's entire crazy like theories about how like the guys are just bringing her out there to kill her just to kill her. And stuff like that, and just from like little glances at the camera and stuff, like, and you can't get any of that with this because it flips around so much. It's like, oh, and this person's face, and this person's face, and everyone's got a super close up all the time, and you can't look at anything until we, unless we want you to see it. Like, oh, look, there's someone in the background there, and now he's gone, Blah! like, it's just, I don't know.
3: Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fair. I, I think that I loved the whole don't look at her because I feel like that would be the hardest thing in the world to do is like stare at a wall while something creepy as hell is going on behind you. I would not be good at that game.
2: I was just playing this uh, PlayStation game called Amnesia and the enemies in that game, if you look at them, you start to go crazy and they pick up on it and they they come and get you like they can tell because it's all based on like HP Lovecraft and you start losing your mind because they shouldn't exist. Like they're impossible creatures.
3: The other part I really liked about the ending was the part where she had to, like, kind of crawl through the, like, yes. under in the basement. Because, mm-hmm. like, nothing gets me, like, a good, like, I'm going to get stuck like Winnie the Pooh somewhere. Because yeah. that messes with me. Like, the, that, like, claustrophobic feeling always is effective. I think you're right. I think there was more effective horror in those last few minutes. Mm-hmm. My other statement about the characters themselves is that what made the, the original Blair Witch so lovable in addition to all the ridiculously good marketing ideas, was how real those characters were. Like, those people weren't gorgeous Hollywood people. They were just, like, normal, run-of-the-mill people who got into this movie and were good. These people were so Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, I missed that gritty authenticity of the original.
2: I feel like they didn't do the crazy gorilla filming stuff that they did in the original Blair, which I feel like it was like, all right, this is day one. We're going to shoot this scene, this scene, and this scene. Here are your lines. Let's go. Like, I feel like that's what they were doing instead of just, like... Leaving these poor people out in the woods and then messing with them and seeing what kind of footage they could get.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and I and I miss. I think you. I miss that. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's it's way better. It's way better because it feels real, and that's why I like Blair Witch is because it feels real. And even if it's not the most exciting movie all the time, it feels real. So when things really do happen, I'm like, oh god, no, these poor people. Like the end of the original Blair Witch is like heartbreaking to me, just because these people are just they're just screwed. And like I do kind of want to see them get out, but this movie like I didn't care
1: yeah yeah that's like true. this one like I said I didn't hate it I didn't love it I've seen it once this isn't anything I'm gonna try to like watch again
3: yeah no and another thing that I just wanted to throw out there is that can we do better by minority characters than this crap it's like in 2016 we can't think of anything else to do with the two minority characters than have them get killed off and or hurt right away while the white people run around like fine and dandy like Jesus Christ that trope really can't go away yet like come Come on Blair Witch, you're better than that.
2: A tree fell on the one guy. What a way to die! A I tree know, falls it, it on you.
3: <laughs> they we're just there to, to be there. <laughs> That'd be my luck.
2: Yeah, a tree's gonna fall on you <laughs> in the story of your horror movie.
3: Probably. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I don't know, just meh. Yeah, I'll save you the time. Don't watch it. It's meh. Yeah,
1: I mean,
2: watch it if you I want would, to. I would
1: say I would watch the original and then watch this. Like, if you haven't seen the original, then. You're wrong and I hate you. If but. you if you really think <laughs> if you really think you need
2: answers after watching the first Blair Witch, go ahead and watch this, but don't expect the answers to really like <laughs> add any dimensions back to the first one or anything like that.
1: No, this, one, this one's just like a little interesting side story to go with the first one. Maybe. Yeah. Any more on Blair Witch? No,
3: I mean, I, I didn't write down much. I no, yeah.
2: I, I just complained about how fakey it looked the entire time and how much editing there was and how many like really beautiful shots there were that like seemed really out of place in a found footage movie. I <laughs> agree. Like, the, like the, the drone shots. There was so many shots of like just close-ups of people's face with like soft focus in the background and stuff that seemed really distracting to me.
1: I feel like the only reason, not the only reason, I'm sure there are others, but like t- I didn't mind the drone because I feel like, A, we're 20 years later. This is 2014 where we have drones and we have all these different cameras and they needed a way to be able to show everybody dying even when they were by themselves. Yeah. I didn't mind everything and again like 20 years later we do have way more technology than they had in 1994.
2: They also overdubbed music it's at one point and I thought that was awful I thought that was the worst thing you could possibly do in a found footage movie. Ooh, I didn't put... even notice it one. was it was like Halloween background music like where it's like Woo, like Did that they? kind of thing. I yeah oh, I yeah. mean just
1: just overall this was eh whatever. Meh. I don't know I'm just mostly uh I'm just mostly ready to talk a serious amount of shit on 2013's Evil Dead. Money yeah.
2: Up. You know what I did after I finished Evil Dead? I put on Ash versus the Evil Dead, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is better.
1: And you know, what makes me... And that's
2: so- not even that good. <laughs> it's not even that good.
1: What makes, me, what makes me... I think it just makes me so sad about this Evil Dead remake, and what people try to tell me about it to, like build it up is that oh but it was produced by you know robert Tabert and sam and 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 bruce campbell mm-hmm. they produced it well you know what i don't care if they produced it because everybody makes poor life choices so jesus you guys already moved on and are shit talking evil Dead. i'm so we're excited ready. To we're ready to shit talk so evil dad <laughs> all right so uh we are about to shit talk i mean we are about to uh talk about the <laughs> 2013 evil Dead remake and a uh, special guest, Matt Kelly, yes. is going to join us
0: for this one. I was intending to just try to play some Mario Kart, but I <laughs> felt like it was important to defend Thank this you. remake. Yes. Uh, because it, it seemed like it was going to be a, a two-on-one situation. So I wanted to at least even <laughs> even the sides.
3: Which it often is around here at Jersey Ghouls, I might add, too. <laughs>
0: um, and I I do want a preference. I'm not saying that it's better than the the original or... Evil Dead 2, and come March, after I've made you sit through multiple remakes, you're going to understand how good this is compared to most (laughs) other remakes.
3: (laughs) I can't wait for March. This might even make
0: it to the final four (laughs) in March, because there's some real bad remakes. And this one, I think, is very smart and does a lot of interesting things. Thank you. And is one of the few remakes that... Sort of sticks to the source material while still being its own unique movie, and then it ties back in with the original franchise with the after-credits sequence. And the original intention was for these to converge into one giant, like King. mega franchise. Hold on, I didn't get actors. that at all. What yeah, the hell yeah, are you talking end, about? Yeah, yeah, at the yeah, very yeah. end, when
2: she opens her eyes in a truck.
0: No,
1: no, no. after the credits. After
2: the credits, Bruce Bruce
0: There's Campbell like walks out and looks at her and goes groovy. And the intention was that they were going to, before Ash... That's versus, it? Well, no, before Ash versus Evil Dead happened, before the TV show happened. No,
2: no, I'm saying that's all that happens in that scene? That's all that happens in that scene, but right, what the then intention was... that then I don't care. Was, <laughs> what I don't the care. intention was
0: there was that they were introducing that Ash exists, and that this is an alternate oh, timeline from the other Evil Dead well, franchise, there's... and they have to join forces to take on all of the Deadites in
2: both...
1: Oh, see, I know, that's I'm, why they have comic books, but I
2: don't yeah. care about any of that shit. I was
1: so excited that the movie was over that the moment the credits started, I turned it off and put my phone down. You so know what? I didn't know see, that there was an after
2: watched. I watched the first after credits um, super scene where, yeah. she, where it was like a jump scare. She opened her eyes, but her eyes are completely normal. So after that, I was like, fuck this movie and I turned it see, off. I,
0: <laughs> and I, This is one of the few films that I like have to look away from the screen because the violence is so Thank brutal. You. When she rips her own oh arm off to like get out from a truck,
2: a that like, part didn't get me. It was the machetes <laughs> going through your kneecap scene when she's the in there. No, the shower scene too. The eyeball cutting the tongue
0: in half. I think that this movie fucked me no. up when thank I watched you. it. thank you, me no. too. I Remember, my friend called me from. He was at a no. South by Southwest during the premiere, and he was like, people were literally like throwing up and screaming in the theater, like the reaction to it was
2: insane. Well, I don't care about that. I
3: remember when I saw it in the theater for the first time, I don't look away often and I was legit like I can't, like I can't. And and to me that really captures the spirit of the series, like no. over the top. Yeah. What?
1: what? Nathaniel. <laughs> Brand new mics, dude. You have
3: to bring it down. <laughs> all right. So, well, let's let's first, Jackie, I, I'm oh, dying to hear your nickname. By the way, the, apparently all the main characters spell demon, which is brilliant. I had no yeah, clue. Yeah,
1: I read that on uh, IMDB that the first name of everybody, if you take the first letter or the first demon, name of the five characters, Eric, Mia, Mia, Olivia, or whatever, yeah, Olivia. Uh, I don't know. It just said it spells demon. I'm into it. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Because I made up my own names oh, for the yes, five characters. Here we go. <laughs> So, <laughs> OK, so so glad you're here. It, Matt. It's, it's not there really isn't, I think, much need to synopse this one because it is, as Matt said, it is very similar where you have a group of people that go to a cabin and then someone accidentally on purpose reads the incantation and the demon comes and possession happens and much, much gore and violence and hilarity ensues. <laughs>
3: Where's the hilarity? I, don't
1: yeah. know, where's the, I must have missed <laughs> that always, part. It was, it, was sore, it was sorely
2: missed. It so was we, sorely missed.
1: We have five characters. Yeah. We have the obvious antagonist.
3: Who is, wait.
1: Who's Mia? The girl, the, the junkie that's trying to get clean. Yeah, so not, our she's obvious com- antagonist. Oh,
3: okay. I thought she was a very complex character.
1: <laughs> we have Hipster Jesus. Hipster yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Hipster who Jesus. I'll this allow. whole thing is his fault, so fuck that guy.
0: I love that actor, though. He was in a ton of really good indie films uh, before her. this. If it's the person I'm thinking of, he was in like Lou Thumb. Su- yeah, he was in Thumb Sucker. Thumbsucker, oh my god, yeah. He was also in Chum Scrubber, which I think is <gasps> amazing. Both of those movies. he's in yes. two movies. They came out the same year that have almost identical names
3: <laughs> and are very like weirdly indie. Like yeah. I remember both. I liked Thumbsucker a lot.
0: Thumbsucker's is really interesting because uh, Keanu Reeves plays a dentist that's mm-hmm. obs- obsessed with wolves,
3: which is absurd in and of itself. <laughs> it's an interesting movie. Jackie would hate it, but it's yeah. an interesting movie.
0: Chum Scrubber is also a weird one. That Were was they, a weird one. Where they uh, he plays a character who who's, literally who is... kidnaps someone's brother, but he kidnaps the wrong brother. Oops. So, so the person who's supposed to be like really scared and trying to save his little brother, can see that his little brother is at the house and it's someone else's little brother that he's torturing the entire time waiting for ransom money. Uh, It's a very dark comedy. Uh, Yeah,
3: you're right. Looking at his credits here, that almost makes me like his character a little more because I like a lot of these movies. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No,
1: that's okay. Hipster Uh, Jesus, uh, LOL. So yeah, uh, obvious antagonist, hipster Jesus, forgettable girlfriend. Mm -hmm.
3: That's fair, yeah. Fake
1: Ash and first to die. So those are our five characters. Okay,
3: it, They never try to invoke Ash, which I think is a respectable choice. Like, they take it in a different direction.
2: No, they, they apply Ash to the entire cast.
3: No, they don't. Like, what three
2: people lose their arms. No, but Like, of, two, I mean two or three people okay. use a chainsaw. Like, it's just, it's just spread around. Like, it's like, we're just going to take the most obvious aspects of Evil Dead and apply it to every single Except character. Except that you're only naming things from Evil Dead sequels and not the original Evil Dead. I am. He didn't have a chainsaw in the original Evil Dead. I don't. Rec- I I haven't watched it in a bit. I know he kept both of his hands.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and not until the very end does he use the chainsaw. Well,
2: all it's not uses- a remake anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> it's a reboot, according to Sam Raimi. <laughs> um, there, there God. were the things I did like about this movie. I liked the special effects. I liked the over-the-top violence and the gore, and I liked all of the little hey. We're an Evil Dead remake things like one of the very first things that I saw and one of the very first things the audience sees is when they arrive at the cabin and they say she's out back. When you go to see the girl out back, she's sitting on Ash's car, the car that was in the original movie. It was the car that was in. Yeah, that was that was the original car. Well, I don't know if it was the original, but it was supposed to be the car from the original Evil Dead, the one they all drive up in. So there was, like, a lot of little things like that. The fact that the girl's wearing a Michigan State sweatshirt. A, a couple of times there was the the quick cuts that yeah, Sam Raimi like, known for. To- you know, when they, at one point when they're in the shed and the girl pushes the, you know, thing aside and, like, there's the chainsaw. Like, I liked all the little, like, you know, what it what is it, uh... Fan service. Yeah. I liked all, I, I didn't mind all those things. I liked all those things.
3: And I also, I think it was a ballsy and highly respectable choice for them to keep the tree rape scene. <laughs> really? Respectable? Yes, because I think everybody. Ex- you keep using this word. I do not think <laughs> it means what you think it means. <laughs> Here's I'm sorry, why I'm going to say respectable. Because I think I went into that remake. <laughs> and i saw it in the hype of like it's opening weekend and people were like you know it was legit I, I think i went into it just kind of assuming they would never have the nerve to to do that again and they did and i remember being like wow
2: i mean i'm not impressed by that though i i think that's a repulsive choice that they kept tree rape in it in fact they put it made they made it like like so important that they had it in a special book like oh you get raped by a tree first and then yeah. someone sets themselves on fire and it was just it seemed like overly everything like i know that evil dead is over the top of violence but it's not slow drawn out torturous violence in evil dead movies no but that's
3: how i think horror has evolved
2: well then i don't care about horror (laughs) (laughs) um
3: all right what else go ahead give me your big gripes so i can knock them down
1: i don't know i felt like it was really predictable
2: there was a cat jump scare There's a cat-in-the-window jump scare. This
3: movie doesn't rely on jump scares, though, which I respect. I think it relies on gore. It relies on the... Like, even at the end with the brother-sister thing that, like, tugged at my heartstrings a little, like, I I actually felt like it was pretty well-developed. For what it was. Like, Today. believe me, don't get me wrong. I don't need a big heroin addict, you know, a backstory and all that. I get why you guys are annoyed with that. But I found myself rooting for them to get out of there. Whereas, like, with Ash and his buddies, I don't give two shits about any of those characters. Like, I think they did a decent job with trying to build an actual plot for these people. Which was kind of nice for me. There's no personally. plot,
2: though. It's just violence and lots of it.
3: Yeah, but the brother and sister and their estrangement and, like, the weight of... Like, at the those end, the only he sacrifices char- himself and, like, I don't know. I
2: thought it no, was, I like that, too. But yeah. those are the only two characters that had any development. The only two characters yeah, that, that, that had any, like, plot involvement.
0: But my question <laughs> is, tell me about the characters that aren't Ash and his girlfriend in the first Evil Dead you. movie. Like, it's it's kind of just, like, par for the course for the for the Evil Dead right, but, the, but no, the... They're not known for having anyone memorable except for the main character. Okay,
2: well...
3: In any of these films ever, <laughs> like... Like in the history of horror. Well, I, I, wasn't, like... I
2: wasn't sitting there watching this comparing it to the original Evil know, Dead I'm the just, entire I'm, time. I was just like, why? Me, I'm why why playing
0: just... devil's advocate.
2: Too. I, I yeah. fucking hate it. Thank <laughs> I, you I'm so sorry. much. It makes me sorry. angry. Um, <laughs> no, I just the whole time I'm like, this is just too much. Like The entire movie is just too much. Like I felt like a lot of this violence could stay in Maybe it's because I watched the unrated one. I don't know. But I felt like it it all could have been pared down and it would have had more impact instead of like me sitting there watching someone get stabbed in the face 50 times. I think it's the same reason I don't like the Halloween remakes it's just because it's too much it's too much I didn't need all that I need I need some I need a little bit of mystery a little bit of I don't know what happened after the camera cut away instead of like well that person's and no one dies either people get horribly mutilated the entire movie nobody dies of shock or blood loss or anything like that, that they're all point. they're all like oh, I've lost both my arms it's no big deal let's keep going guys like Monty Python style it's ridiculous
3: <laughs> um nope that's I mean that's fair and I totally respect that I think that what i enjoy though is is the fact that they didn't go for the schlocky or didn't try to be the 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 other parts of the series like i respected them for taking their own take on it and for like i i don't know like i said I, i i give credit to a movie that will make me look away and feel queasy because that's not easy for me to ever feel my
2: my biggest issue is like if it was just that stuff, I probably would have been more okay with it. But every once in a while, they would do Sam Raimi things. They would do musical stings that seemed like really like kind of Warner Brothersy, like out of place. Do like the camera shake stuff that he does a lot, like the quick zooms and stuff like that. They'll They'll put those in there. And it always, like, reminded me that, oh, yeah, this is Evil Dead. And if I didn't have that stuff, I think I would have enjoyed it more. So
3: if this was called, like, Scary Movie in the Woods, you'd be okay with it?
2: I'd probably <laughs> enjoy it a lot more, well,
1: yeah. That's crazy to me, I know that's part of my problem. And I you know I'm this. Sure, I know sure. this is part of my problem, that I went into this negatively. And I tried, did, I swear, yeah. I tried. I absolutely tried not to go in with a negative attitude about this. But I, I can't help it that when you call your movie Evil Dead... I, I went in with preconceived notions and I try, I tried really hard. Like I said, there were little things. Although I did find myself laughing at one point, and I think this was just me because when you know when when forgettable girlfriend gets her hand bit, and I was like, oh, I know what's gonna happen, right? I know what's gonna happen. And then like she actually does kind of you know I didn't expect it to be goofy like they did in Evil Dead Two. Like I didn't expect the whole like you know the way Ash hand does, crawling the hand, through the wall yeah.
2: and stuff. But like,
1: she did you know it was a little <laughs> yeah, it got bit wonky. whatever. So then she cuts her arm off with the electric knife. And then I'm like, oh, oh, okay, it's an electric knife. We're not going to go chainsaw fine. But then at the end, when the girl has her arm trapped and she's reaching for it, and I was just like, someone, please just use a chainsaw. (laughs) And then when she ripped it off, I found myself just being like, you should have used the chainsaw. And then she keeps ripping and then she keeps ripping. I, I was I was impressed with that. See, again, remember with me with Hereditary, like it just it doesn't affect me for somehow. I'm just wiredly wired very weirdly. I'm still, I'm and like, still traumatized. I, by I was brain. like, up, I was up at the screen just enjoying every moment of gore. The only the only thing that got me throughout all of the gore and violence of this movie was when Hipster Jesus had to pull the needle out from my like, like,
2: face. Oh, when I was watching <laughs> that, I was like, Well Jackie's not going to like this. <laughs> That's the only part I didn't like. I was like,
1: what? Every every other part, I was up at the screen kind of like cheering on the violence um, and the gore and all that, but yeah, that was the one part I didn't like. I
2: don't know. It felt like really unpleasant violence to me. <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah, I'm
3: sorry. Which violence is pleasant? I'm uh, just confused Like about. cartoony
2: violence, yeah. like Evil Dead.
0: All right, El- Elmer. Elmer Fence. Like Evil Dead. Daffy Duck's go to different sides
2: of his face Exactly, pretty enjoyable
1: like <laughs> with the exploding cigars anybody else evil dead is literally Spugs is literally
2: out. created with the purpose of making real life gory cartoon violence
3: um so my experience with the original or like
0: uhf uhf is
2: some
0: like
3: um in in i feel like my experience is watching the original evil dead was I was a young kid and I was profoundly disturbed and scared and overwhelmed by the end of the first evil dead none of the 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 canon mattered at that point it was just this really creepy gory fucking terrifying film to me and i think watching the new one i gave them props because i walked away with the exact same feelings of dread and being overwhelmed and feeling shitty and like i i just liked that and i i'm going to throw it out there you guys i think you guys are so hard on films that are tethered to other things like the fact that you guys won't even watch the new Ghostbusters even though if I called it a cute movie about girls hunting ghosts you guys would watch it and be like there that's are, adorable stop it Jackie you know there is and it's a good movie I know I'm not going
0: to be <laughs> on the really wa- for that
2: do, do you really kidding. want me to watch <laughs> it because if I don't like it I'm never going to let you hear the end of it
3: oh like you guys let me hear the end of anything else that I like that you guys hate <laughs> yeah, absolutely I don't um, know it's just this movie I loved it
2: this I movie this. there's nothing about it that like was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. It was just the fact that they combined these really disparate elements of like Sam Raimi's like goofiness, cartoonishness, and this horrible, torturous, prolonged scenes of violence, like a minute long of someone just That's getting fair. completely just destroyed. Like, it doesn't, it, like, it, was, it felt like the juxtaposition was, like, felt really awkward to me the entire time. At the end of the movie, when she had the chainsaw inside the Deadite's face and just, like, yanking it back and forth, that was a fist pump moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even gonna try and lie. Like I really, I was like, yes, it was fucking right. awesome. Like the raining blood, blood flying was kind of Dope. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I really liked
3: it. I was yeah. like, I don't like this movie. Like,
2: Jackie, go ahead. But You're like, holding it in. That was like an hour and forty minutes to get to that. More than that.
3: I don't know. I, I think this movie. Go ahead. You guys have a lot of notes. I didn't take notes. I just kind of. Five
2: souls doesn't seem like a lot to bring back into <laughs> the, the world. He only needs to kill five people and get five souls to to start the apocalypse.
3: What, what that's a manageable manageable. Yeah, that's a manageable number. Yeah, why hasn't he
2: done already?
3: Yeah, well, like, I mean, good. Good for them, you oh. know?
2: That's lame. He should have already ended the world. I mean, do it now.
3: I just don't <laughs> understand why. I gotta be honest with you guys. At, at no point would I be like... I'm gonna read that book. That's what I'm gonna do. Like that guy yeah. pissed me off to no end, and it
1: made me mad that he actually lived for as long as he did <laughs> yeah. because this shit is his fault. When you find a book, he was the last one that died, wasn't he? So, yeah. Of well, course. he
0: was. Yeah. He, was yeah. he was very close to
2: the end. Yeah. We thought he was dead. Mia's brother was dead, mm-hmm. and she went back in the house, oh, shit, and he was you're in
3: right. there. You're right. You're
2: right. And he was. He, he attacks her again. Once you think it's like a fake out ending, like oh, you think it's over. This was
0: also a weird one to see after Cabin in the Woods because yeah. like. As soon as they go into that area, it's mm-hmm. like, oh God. <laughs> like, yeah. I just immediately started thinking of Cabin in the Woods yeah. right out the gate. Uh, I remember when we did, this was like one of the first movies we ever did for a Horror Movie Night. And wow. I remember uh, the one question we debated was like, so you think she like kicked the heroine? <laughs> or do you think <laughs> <laughs> after tearing down. her own arm off and seeing all of her friends and dying? dying she just like, and literally dying. Yeah, in like, fact, if she ever. She probably they're... dove into that well and grabbed the bag and was like. Uh-huh.
3: If ever there was a moment where I would defend using junks to cope, it would be that one. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw that out there.
1: Um. I, and I think for me, this one suffers the same, the same fault that that Blair, the new Blair Witch did. It's the name. It, it's too pretty. It's too polished. It's too commercial. It looks too good.
2: Well, I didn't get that as much with the Evil Dead remake. With with the other one, because because it, it was found footage, I had a really big problem yeah. with it because that means that someone found all these like different camera angles and stuff It's like let's make this into a blockbuster movie and then it's like what you fucking asshole like five kids died and you're like hmm how can we edit this to make this scene really captivating can we get an aerial shot with the drone footage from before like it feels like let's put some music let's over find this that part. drone in the tree
0: oh yeah, my also, god the blair witch remake is also way more forgettable than yes. the evil dead like yes. i saw both of them probably around the same time last, and I can't tell you a single thing about the Blair Witch movie, but I still can, like, vividly remember things that happened in Evil Dead, like, two, three years removed.
2: The only thing I remembered mm-hmm. from the Blair Witch uh, reboot witch. was the was the scene where the, the woman crushes the doll, and it's just like, <laughs> and,
1: oh, yeah, and the girl <laughs> like folds can fold in, in on ham. herself.
3: Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only thing I remember. I was like, oh Because that part was like, cool. I remember <laughs> being so
0: disappointed, too, because I loved the movies that those guys had done previously. Like, I think The Guest and Your mm-hmm. Next are, like, fantastic Absolutely. throwback movies. And then Absolutely. this was, like, their big moment. You know why? And I, they blew it. It's because,
2: <laughs> it's because they probably wanted money to fund something else, and they well, knew that Blair Witch was an easy property to make money off of. Well,
0: apparently the best way to have seen that movie was at Comic-Con when it first screened Mm -hmm. because they just handed out flyers and said we're having a special screening of a movie called the woods and everybody went to see a movie called the woods and it wasn't until midway through the movie when they started talking about the blair witch that you realized it was a blair witch movie Mm -hmm. that is fun and that like apparently the crowd who saw that was like holy shit this is a new blair witch movie and then they changed the name to blair witch and put it in theaters and kind of ruined the fact that it was even like tied into that franchise at all, which is I, oh. I think was a huge mistake. Like, yeah, I like, would
3: have loved if they yeah. did that. Maybe <laughs> <Like,
0: Yeah. laughs> been... they just snuck it up on you. I feel like people would have felt
2: a little bit differently.
3: And but... it would have been almost as clever as the original marketing place. Yeah. You know?
2: My whole obsession with the Blair Witch is that it feels so genuine to have something like so overproduced and, and, and like vacuous yeah. like given to me. I'm like, this is not what I wanted at all. And it's not it doesn't need to be exactly the same as the first movie or anything like that. But I just wanted a a piece of that feeling and you don't get any of that.
0: I think all your complaints about the Blair Witch remake are valid and it almost highlights why I love Cannibal Holocaust so much that it keeps cutting back to the editor explaining why this is wrong that they're doing it. Like, I hate
2: I hate Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> but with the fiery passion. But
0: I love that aspect of it where like
2: they keep
0: cutting to those scenes where the editor's just kinda like We shouldn't be showing. Yeah, you shouldn't. Listen,
2: you really shouldn't be watching this.
3: You (laughs) have have to respect Cannibal Holocaust for what it did, though, for the genre.
2: Uh, the fact that they went to court to prove that people yeah,
3: were like, alive is pretty impressive. mind-blowingly <laughs> awesome. And like, it's know, such an important moment in you, horror
2: history. You, you know what my problem with it is? It's just the yeah, animal, animal, the animal murder can't. constantly during that movie. They're just killing animals for fun for a movie. And
3: that's, yeah, no, I get it.
2: And, uh, <laughs> it. and, like, it's fine if you're going to have simulated animal death in a movie. I'm yeah. not a, I don't have a problem with that. But when you're actually, like, picking up just, like, turtles and shit that are just minding their own business be like, hey, we're going to make a movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm torturing this poor animal that I just found. Totally. And that really it. bums me out, so yeah, I can't no, watch that movie there's anymore. There's real issues with that movie, for sure.
3: Oh, yeah, and I would never willingly be like, hey, let's watch cannibal Holocaust for fun. Oh, I've done it.
2: I've done it. I mean, I've watched <laughs> it
3: once, and I'm good. Like, <laughs>
2: I've watched it more than once. It's just, it, it, every time I go back, I'm like, why did I do this?
0: It's a DVD <laughs> that's on my shelf that very rarely gets touched. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> what it is it's there in case one day I have to teach a film class. I'm like, oh, (laughs) it's there. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Which I want to do one day, so it's on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else about Evil Dead?
1: Um, I just think that the demon is smarter than to be outsmarted by her dying and then being brought back to life
2: yeah well none of that stuff was really i feel I like hold on i have
1: to wrap my brain around yeah, that <laughs> no
2: a lot of a lot of it wasn't like the original evil dead where the demons were just like crazy insane like "Whoa, we're gonna fuck with you the entire movie it was I more like that. i'm gonna shamble into the room and be like nah, swallow your soul, and then slowly like you know start I'm like sorry, st- how
3: did they do that again you <laughs> know i'm just kidding <laughs>
2: And then they slowly start, like, peeling their fingernails off or something. Like, oh, look how gross it is. Oh, peeling my fingernails. Instead of just, like, popping up behind someone and biting them on the neck or eating their hair. Like, ah!
3: Yeah, I did miss the <laughs> mocking nature of the demons. Yeah. That's, that's, I love me some demons that are going to taunt and, me while they fucking kill me. And none of them flew
2: around in the air. Oh, yeah none of them floated her? around I wanted them. I don't know it's just it was it was trying to make something ridiculous really grounded and they did it by having prolonged slow torturous violence we, def- we
0: definitely needed more Night of the Demon demons I, I yes <laughs> it's
2: just it's not I always associate Evil Dead even the first one with a fun yeah, yeah. ridiculous horror movie oh
3: my god I had such a different experience
2: I'm sorry I'm sorry that. That no. one of the had, horror I've you, ever
1: seen I remember child. seeing it I think I was probably in high school and one of the first things i did after i saw it was i went into the garage and got miracle grow because i wanted to try to be able to recreate like the like the monster like the the demons at the end of the original evil dead how they started to melt Mm -hmm. to me i'm like is that miracle grow can i can i do that like can i I try to make that special effect work And like i instantly went home and wanted to experiment i was
0: so disappointed by the evil dead the first time i saw it because i watched the franchise backwards so, like, I watched Army of Darkness first, and I'm like, oh, this is really goofy. And then I was like, oh, I hear that Evil Dead 2 is really good. So, like when I read Evil Dead 1 and everyone's like, oh, it's the best of the franchise, I'm like, this one's going to be really off the wall and crazy. <laughs> no. And then it's like a really slow burn and I was like, because th- it was like, I was 13 at a sleepover with my friends. <laughs> oh, we were man. like, we're going to watch the first Evil Dead, guys! <laughs> and like, half of us fell asleep before it was yeah. over. But the then fu- in high school, rewatching, I was like, this is brilliant. Like, it's a yeah. brilliant yeah. movie, but it's a completely different film than everything
2: else that yeah. came after. The, totally. the funny thing is, I knew about Army of Darkness before I even knew what Evil Dead was and when i saw evil dead i had no idea they were related i didn't see army of darkness if i had seen the movie i would have put two and two together because i'm not a dum dum. but i just heard it was like it was like a funny it was like a funny medieval like goofy like horror movie and that's all i knew about it i
0: don't know how true this is but i heard somewhere that the original title for army of darkness was medieval dead which would have been uh, such a good name so good Perfect.
3: what a missed opportunity um, I don't know. I guess I, I, I mean, I really, somebody should have been centering the movies I watched as a child. I was like nine years old and I just <laughs> literally, I mean, this explains a lot about me as an yeah. adult, but like, I just remember fucking being immobilized with fear by the evil dead. Like You literally, were also
1: immobilized by fear by the mother from Psycho or by Norman Bates from Psycho. Again,
3: I was like eight yes. when I saw that. So <laughs> to be fair, that's scary as fuck to an eight-year-old, right? I stand by that. Take I Kenzie. This, I was
0: scared by the Psycho trailer when I was a kid.
3: Thank you, Matt Good. Kelly. Thank you. I, I rented a tape.
0: I was probably like seven, and it was a tape called Coming Soon, and it was just a series of movie trailers. And Have you have ever seen the Psycho movie trailer? It's, it's like five minutes long. And it's terrifying. Alfred Hitchcock just walking you through the sets. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, I think I have seen and that. And he gets yeah. in like the bathroom, and he's talking about what happens in the bathroom, and he looks at the shower curtain, and he opens it, and it just cuts to her screaming inside the shower curtain, and then cuts to black. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was so afraid to go
1: to the bathroom for like a night. <laughs> no, re- realize Wait. that growing up, my parents adhered to PG 13. and I wasn't allowed to watch a PG <laughs> 13 movie until I was 13. Oh, wow. Maybe 14. It's adorable. And a half. Yeah. It's adorable. Wow. And Good job,
3: Lola. Brian, Not me.
1: Brian tried to, uh, Brian would help me out every now and then. And he would, you know, he, he would show me some stuff. But yeah, I remember being like 12 and be like, I want to see this movie. And my dad's like, you're not 13. Yeah, next year, kidding uh, me. <laughs> My
3: turning point was being six years old, hiding under a couch, watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre in its entirety. Six years
1: old. Like, no wonder I'm
3: completely.
0: You know, wet. I was afraid to watch things with blood until I was in at Aww. least junior
1: high. <laughs> but okay the craziest thing was I can't watch PG-13 movies but I have a very vivid memory of being nine years old and watching it on the min- the miniseries oh, see, on TV yeah. it that's, came on no, TV was, yeah it came on no TV rating. it, was, it was totally legal and that movie fucked me up because I would shower like with my eyes with a drain like I would shower oh facing God, the drain because yeah. I'm like the, mo-, yeah, the moment <laughs> I see white in that drain I'm out but I need to see it the moment <laughs> he starts coming up so I would literally for like a, a year I showered facing the drain <laughs> just so I can be like like, the, like I, I need a, I had an escape plan like the moment I see white in that drain With I have an escape plan the escape <laughs> <laughs> there was going to be a pee but it was as I was running out of the bathroom <laughs> Seriously. The puddle under me as I go.
3: I still to this day if I am comp- like will peek out of the shower even if I hear like I don't think I've ever fully gotten over that phobia and I'm also terrified to watch the movie we're watching tonight. I don't want to watch Garbage Pail Kids. I'm going to fucking have nightmares oh for god, weeks. I saw
0: that that was sitting on the table and I wondered why. Oh
3: god I'm so scared. <laughs> That scares me so bad. I can't do Garbage mail, Kids. No, I don't blame you. I just you. had to watch
0: Howard the Duck last night. That's no. too many bad costumes <laughs> Howard,
3: back to back. Howard the Duck scared me too as a kid.
1: Like, Was that it is... the
2: duck boobs? Yeah, the duck tits. <laughs> the duck tits are pretty
1: good. <laughs> I hated that movie so much. (laughs) So I hope you guys enjoyed our episode on reboots. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can pretty much just find us everywhere. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you will find us. Search Jersey Ghouls on your favorite podcast app and you will find us. And don't forget to check out our website, jerseyghouls.com, for our blog, for our reviews, for our podcast. And we want to thank Matt for joining us on this episode. Matt, where can we find you?
0: Uh, HMNpodcast.com. And a bunch of other
2: sites. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: everywhere else on the internet. We're gonna get you, not another peep. Time to go to sleep.
3: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.